0: Anna, I'm pretty sure the plants are dying. Oh, that looks really sad. It's she's, yeah. she's crusty, look.
1: That might look all right. Oh,
0: she's lost a limb. <laughs> What's this one doing? Oh, it's gone all gooey at the bottom, look. It might be too late. What about around here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, oh. that's sad. Should yeah. we hide that one? Yeah. This yeah. one's, yeah, that's a goner.
0: Should go record Gas Bags. Yeah, that'll cheer us up.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Gas Bags. Sophie and Anna here sat in our podcasting studio, Soundyard, and we're here to chat business, sounds, and podcasts. Good Bits,
0: Bad Bits bit takes us on an itty-bitty tour of the highs and lows of our week, dodgy plants, youthful inspiration and a period of free rent all included.
1: Our found sound transports us to somewhere very, very cold. So cold you should probably get some thermals on.
0: And the podcast
1: swap is a reimagined
0: fictional number about a very popular detective and a bingeable documentary about an unlikely cult. Well, it's the good bits, bad bits, bits, and it's been a good week. They all just—they're flashing by, to be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, this week has flown by, and it's had loads of little good bits and little bad bits. So there's no clear big good bit, big bad bit.
0: Should we do a little good bit? We had a lovely group of people in yesterday who are students at the local university. It's an arts university and they are learning all about fashion but also how fashion can mix with media and they have the most wonderful ideas on how to make podcasts within the fashion sphere. They were really passionate about what they're studying. It's just nice being around young people. Sometimes I feel I can be a real moany person and young people don't tend to moan that much. That's a very good point oh i do moan a lot no
1: not that you moan a lot (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i meant yeah i'm gonna be in the bad bits (laughs) but i actually no. i was agreeing that oh i hadn't thought about that maybe that's why it's so rejuvenating to spend time with people that are 10 years younger than us at least yeah it does age you though doesn't it Mm. yeah but they were amazing another good bit
0: we're in a rent-free period Yes, we are not spenny-spenny on renty renty rue, which is exciting because it's taken a while to get to this stage. We've signed our lease and a lot of the work that needed doing to the property, uh, it was quite labour intensive. And we did a lot of it because we had to get finished by a certain date. So we've negotiated a rent-free period and we're in that, which means we have a little bit of breathing space, a bit
1: of business flexibility I think it was difficult paying rent when we were renovating the place. And we were really limited about how much money we could make at that time because we were spending all of our time here painting or decorating or sorting out and not enough time going out and actually making money. So we've sort of bled money for some time. And now we're at a point where actually we can focus on the making money, making it sustainable and not having one of our biggest overheads going out of the account for a little bit. So we're really thankful for that. I think it was a really good deal. To sacrifice that time at the beginning and Definitely. put the work in ourselves and all the skills that we've accrued
0: in that time. If this does fail, painter and decorating service. I think that we.
1: I thought we'd agreed we were too bad at that. To <laughs> we didn't enjoy offer as a service. We didn't
0: enjoy it, <laughs> but we could do it.
1: I mean, <laughs> you know, shit painter and decorators. <laughs> If there's like some sort of sub-genre.
0: If you just want nice people in your house, book us. Yeah. You'll have
1: a nice time engaging chat. Yeah, chatty painters and decorators if you're not that bothered about the finish. Yeah. But you just want someone (laughs) nice to come in and have a chat with you. Yeah. yeah, We're there. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've sold ourselves well there.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I'd hire us. Do we dive into the bad bits bit?
1: We're going to have to. It's part of the podcast, isn't it? Is. It? it is.
0: It its part of it. Now, we were describing the... Well, we went for an industrial look in the property on 132 Magdalen Street, Norwich. And the sort of thing that looks good in an industrial look are lots of green plants. Now, some of these are looking
1: slightly poorly. These plants are huge. Bigger than if you curled up in a ball. Some of them would be bigger than you, I think. Yeah, they don't weigh as much thankfully
0: putting <laughs> <laughs> me a hazard on the ceiling yeah. like cannonball a plant <laughs> no we're okay residents upstairs
1: you're fine I think we've overwatered. do you think that's the issue yeah I don't think that's the issue <laughs> okay. and you must remember I am a plant expert yes yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> Dr. Plant Sophia there. yeah <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. I just don't think you can overwater a plant because we didn't water
0: them that much. You can definitely overwater a plant, especially in the winter. A lot of plants you should just leave.
1: Is it inconsistent watering? (sighs) Yeah, that wouldn't have helped. I worry that some of them have gone past survivability now. I don't know. Spring's on its way. I think the next bad bit is quite a large theme in the world of life and business in general. But I feel like... We're struggling at the moment with time management and feel like we're chasing our tails a lot. We have this ever-expanding, never-ending to-do list. Mm. You and I, both parents, on a good week, it's fine. We get quite a lot of work, time together, and we can conquer anything. Mm. But then, for example, this week, both of my kids got poorly and we sort of made it work and tag-teamed and did stuff. But if you're like running on zero sleep and... Your productivity is never as hot as you want it to be. It's hard, isn't it, when these things come out of nowhere, like your teeth the other week and...
0: When you go to work, you want it to be the best of you, don't you? And But that's just not reality, actually, is it? If you have a bad night's sleep. It does put a spanner in the works. And
1: it's just hard. I think it's positive that we have so much on and so much work oh, yeah. coming in Wonderful. that we are struggling to manage it but we're also not at the point where we can outsource that no no I
0: don't know maybe someone who's listening in will have some ideas about this do you just continue to juggle until things even out or or is like outsourcing for certain parts of a business a good idea Are we just keen to not let go? Are we being tight or are we being sensible?
1: Everything gets done. That's not the problem. It's just that it feels like we're... Oh God, all I can think of is that term that people use. I really don't like using just firefighting the whole time. You just Mm. Something comes up and you deal with it and it gets done. Whereas I'd actually really like to proactively be looking ahead and planning things and it feeling smoother than that. And I wonder whether this is... An us thing whether it's just a business thing in general and you have to get used to the feeling or whether there is stuff that we're not implementing that would make it all feel smoother yeah
0: so yeah maybe that's something that we need to review in a few months and see I mean the thing is some of like the bookkeeping stuff I know I could give to some like people that we know who are quite close to us that would do that yeah. for a little bit of money um and that would That'd probably be quite a big weight off our shoulders. That's of kind of on the back burner, bubbling away mm. in my nightmares. <laughs> it's like, Part five. when was the last time we did bookkeeping? I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, we also really liked that moment when we were sorting out all of our accounts. We just had the floor done. Do you remember? It was lovely. We were sorting out all of the numbers um, in order to, to receive the rest of our funding and get it all sorted out because they give it out in chunks and the final chunk you had to have all of your your accounts all numbered up and done so we were here till was it midnight gone midnight gone midnight and i'd i'd lost i'd lost the will to live and just started ordering spoons from my own account teaspoons because i was convinced that if we buy more it'll be
1: easier to work out the accounts we got we got completely Hysterical about did, yeah. the, spoons. the spoons. They were very funny. It was such a funny situation. It had so such a big burden on our shoulders to solve, and your solution to it was tea the teaspoons. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a lot of them. Yeah. Never short of a teaspoon. Don't have any forks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's your turn for found sound. Soph, so, so. Uh would you like to introduce your
1: piece? I'd love to. This week, I've gone into the archives, and by into the archives, I mean I've gone onto my voice notes on my phone, <laughs> to see what I could pull out, nice. and bring it to you for Found Sound this week. Had a lot to choose from. I thought I would take you to a different country Ooh, for Found it Sound. Holiday. It's a cold holiday.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine changed I went to Iceland in December oh, and I went with my close friends and it was beautiful it was just a weekend in Reykjavik we had a wonderful time I've never been on holiday and on the flight back in the airport immediately started to research how I can move to the place <laughs> did you yeah I love it and can you uh, no <laughs> <laughs> That's for, for so many reasons worth looking though in a parallel life I'm living in Iceland nice it's so beautiful. The city's gorgeous. Yeah, I could, I w- I'm could. not going to do a full travel review for you, but <laughs> if you ever get the chance, I would definitely go. The one thing that is just absolutely mesmerising is the pink light that you get because you have a long sunset and sunrise every day and not a lot of time in between at this time of year. And so the horizon is always pink. There's always this pink glow. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's one thing you and I see eye to eye on is
0: this fascination with the sky. I love skies. Oh, I don't understand people that can't look at the sky, apart from when it's miserable and grey, which it is at the moment. But when you can't, and when there's something cool happening in there, how you're not just, like, mind blown.
1: I was banging on about the sky oh. the whole time. They are all like, oh, shut up.
0: <laughs> it's the sky. Yeah, we've
1: seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. Okay, so this is in the middle of Reykjavik, and it's Lake Chugnin. And it's huge. It's this big, big lake, right in the heart of things. But it's... It was frozen when I was there and people were ice skating on it. And How romantic. Uh, yeah, very nice. I wouldn't step foot on it. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I put I it, like one it. toe on it and I was no. like, no, I will die. I've seen that episode, The Five and Sam, when they fall
0: in. No way. <laughs> no way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the thing I was really taken with is at the end of the lake, it's thawed near to where the built-up city centre is. So if you picture the scene, you've got really busy road next to it, so you get a lot of traffic noise and a lot of hustle and bustle of people walking around the coffee shops and stuff. Then you've got this really concentrated piece of the lake that's thawed, and all of the birds and bird species that would live on this vast, vast lake the rest of the year are all in this tiny little thawed space. And there's a lot of geese as well. So this cacophony of bird sounds and people and traffic and I just had to record it when I was there and I'd forgotten I had until I was looking through my archives today and, and found this. So I thought I'd take you to Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> Done, in the shop. That's my friend Rosie there commentating on a fight that broke out between two geese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've got the honk of a goose and the honk of a. Are they geese? You've got geese there. Geese, and then the honk of a car. The honk of a car.
1: <laughs> Double honking. It's great. I um, love that. Yeah, I don't think the audio quite captures the density of birds. Mm. Well, but they're having a proper meeting. Yes, they're having a proper old flap and a meeting. It was just lovely. I thought I'd just bring you some geese on a lake.
0: Oh, it's really nice. I feel transported. The power of audio, eh? Podcast swap. Shall I go first? Yeah. I went into this podcast thinking I'm not going to enjoy this. So why go into it, one might think. I'd been non-fictional for a bit and I wanted to dive into some fiction. And I've always been a fan of Sherlock Holmes. Um, not, you know, I'm not a diehard fan. I know you can really, really get very, very into it. So yet another adaptation for Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's collections. I've listened to Radio 4's version that they did. I can't remember who they had in it now, but it was good. A long time ago, I used to listen to it on my iPod. The little, the the proper, the, you know, the tiny little iPods. I used to listen to it on that. The one that you clip on. No, it wasn't a clippy one. No, no, it wasn't that The cool. skinny one. It was a skinny one, yeah. it's good. And I obviously watched the television adaptations on BBC Made, the one with Benedict Cumberbatch, watched that one as well. And so I feel I've listened to a lot of it and I've read a bit as well. But this time it's a reinvention called Sherlock and Co. And Dr Watson is making a podcast because everyone has a podcast nowadays even Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. So it feels like a very modern and sort of latest way to deliver the same stories. But if you're a fan of Sherlock Holmes, then I do think you will like this. It's pretty goofy in places, but it's very, very engaging. My ears obviously pricked up with the mention of a podcast. So you listen to it as if you're a listener to Dr. John Watson's podcast of Meeting Sherlock. Well, you hear it as like the edited version of a, of an episode but there's still a lot of mistakes in there they talk about you know, getting the game completely wrong and it being loud and off mic at times and uh, and like clicking and tapping of the mic was like accidentally scripted, like all scripted wow, in there clever. so it's quite nice it's uh, it's quite goofy is what I mean. you know it's quite um quite geeky in that in that term and I like that um there was one moment that it it went down for me I don't know a lot about plants but Uh, Sherlock Holmes was going on one of his many, many rants and he said chrysanthemum instead of chrysanthemum, which for me I thought I could turn off here.
1: Have you docked it a star for this? (laughs)
0: haven't actually reviewed it. I know I wouldn't be so silly as to do that, but there's very few moments in life when you you know something a little extra than Sherlock Holmes. Um, so there we are. Uh, John Watson is haphazard and hopeless as usual. He's always like not charged up his microphone enough. So it's the, it, they often get characters going, oh, what's that red light flashing on there? Oh, and then it just cuts out because the batteries run out. <laughs> it feels very relevant most of the time to my life here. Um, Sherlock is obviously berating him for the sound quality all the time, but it's really cleverly written. It's got that sort of podcast theme throughout, which brings me a lot of joy. And I find that I am smiling whilst I'm listening to it. And I want to hear what what happens next, even though I know a lot of the stories. There are 22 episodes out at the time of recording this podcast and there's more to come. It was only released in 2023. So they're they're obviously trying to cover as many as possible, mostly about 30 minutes long. I think the end of a, of a few series go on for a little bit longer maybe up to like 45 minutes um, but it's from Goal Hanger Podcasts the music for me is absolutely phenomenal you know when suddenly um, a bit of music kicks in, you're like oh yeah that was good there are a few moments like that I really really enjoy the theme music so yeah
1: I enjoyed it apart from the chrysanthemum oh that sounds amazing mm. well I have a, a documentary podcast for Ooh. you this week so this is called A Very British Cult and it's made by the BBC. I believe it was broadcast on BBC Radio 4 and it's obviously a podcast format. You can get it anywhere. It's an 18 month investigation led by journalist Katherine Nai. It starts with Catherine talking about Dawn who contacts her at the end of 2021 because her boyfriend, Jeff, has just escaped a cult. So I was already, from the start, quite hooked on this. But it doesn't go in the direction that you think it might. I'm always really taken with anything about cults. I find just the psychology of cults really interesting. And I really like hearing first-hand accounts of what it's like to have been inducted into a cult. And Mm. also how people leave them. It's just always fascinated me. So this is about a mentoring and life coaching group called Lighthouse. It tells the story of Jeff, who is Dawn's boyfriend, who wanted to go on a trek to the South Pole and was at a bit of a junction in life, I think, where he felt he needed just like a bit of help to get there. And I can I can see the draw of someone wanting a bit of life coaching if they're at a junction in life. And so this is what he did. He finds Lighthouse. He signs himself up for it. It starts pretty normal. And then it gets really intense and he ends up basically committing all of his time to this, listening to phone calls with the person that runs this, who's a man called Paul War, And these phone calls every day last between five and six hours. You have to do preparation for these phone calls it's there are lots of different kind of levels of it as well in terms of this sort of like a hierarchy and a ranking system within it too the podcast then delves into the transgression of boundaries into people's personal lives so it becomes less about goals and business and life ambitions and more about ostracizing the families of these people one of the quotes from it that i just find amazing is paul war saying these toxic groups called families (gasps) Fine tangling. yeah, yeah
0: definitely. It? Oh, I need to know what happens.
1: Yeah, well, people invest money in Lighthouse as well. So Jeff ends up parting with a lot of money. In fact, actually, you hear this at the very beginning of the podcast, so I'm not spoiling anything, but he ends up investing £131,000. <gasps> a lot of other people as well are committing this financially too, and ostracizing themselves from their families Mm. the podcast is really well done and a really interesting kind of investigation i don't think it's something that katrin nye necessarily thought that she would go and investigate but it unravels she looks at the control and intimidation that people that have left the cults are accusing paul war of as well and seeing how extensive that is and what methods are said to have been used and then at the end of the podcast it culminates in this showdown it's a very bingeable series it's eight parts 30 minute episodes mm. i listened to it in one go <laughs> <laughs> and it was when we were painting sound judge oh. i had an evening here painting and i started it and i just carried on and i just wanted to know what happened nice. I think that you'll like this podcast if you like to binge on stuff you like the psychology of manipulation and the psychology of cults and like I do just hearing those accounts Catherine Nye does a really good job of making this coherence I think that explaining that and keeping it understandable is a really good feat of this podcast and it's really well done I would suggest that you have a listen to it if you're interested in those themes as well
0: well, thank you as ever for all of your emails that are coming in. You can keep them coming in, hello at soundjar.org. It would be lovely to hear from you. Let's jump back into that lake in Reykjavik. No, it's freezing, you'll die. <laughs> jump back in there.